Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we'll see that Esau and Ishmael joined forces. You know, after Jacob tricked Esau out of his birthright and blessing, instead of Esau turning to God, he becomes bitter and rejects anything to do with the promised line. In fact, Esau follows after the seed of the flesh just to spite the seed of promise. He does this by marrying one of Ishmael's daughters against his parents' wishes. But joining forces with Ishmael, the other rejected firstborn, Esau now sets the stage for the seed of flesh and the seed of promise to have non-ending conflict as predicted in Genesis 3.14. Genesis 28.8 So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac. And Esau went to Ishmael and married besides the wives that he had, Mahalath the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Neboeth. Esau made a rebellious choice to seek out Ishmael and join forces with him by marrying his daughter. Now the two rejected firstborns build an alliance against the seed of promise and will pass that animosity on to their offspring. Their only hope would have been to turn to the God of their father Abraham, which there is no scriptural evidence that they ever did. That's why God throughout scripture declares himself to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, I never understood this declaration from God until I did this study. God is drawing a clear distinction between family members. He never declares himself to be the God of Abraham, Ishmael, and Esau. Throughout the Old Testament, we see evidence of the descendants of Esau and Ishmael persecuting the descendants of Isaac and Jacob. We've already looked at the prophecy about Ishmael's offspring being too numerous to count. This is identical to the prophecy given to Abraham about his offspring being too numerous to account. The reason this prophecy is given to Ishmael is because he's a son of Abraham. It has nothing to do with him not being in the line of the promise of the coming Messiah. God honored his promise to Abraham of making his people a great nation on both sides of this family line. But the similarities don't stop there. In fact, Ishmael would go on to have 12 tribes just like Israel. We also have seen that prophecy revealed that Ishmael would live to the east of his brothers, the Jews, and that he would be a violent man with his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him. That prophecy is fulfilled throughout history, with Ishmael being the main ancestor of many of the Arab people. They are too numerous to count and live to the east of their brothers, the Jews, and are typically violently opposed to Israel and anyone who supports Israel. We've also seen that Esau would live by the sword and would be in conflict with his brother. With Esau and Ishmael joining forces, these two family lines will be in conflict throughout Scripture and history. This alliance will grow throughout history into many of the Arab nations that are in the Middle East today. The animosity towards Israel from the Arabs is as old as the birth of Ishmael and Isaac, and it cannot be solved by anything except the return of Jesus. I believe this is the answer to the otherwise unexplainable conflict in the Middle East. It is a family conflict between brothers over birthright. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for Q&A with John Lay. And be sure to send me your questions or comments to ray at miningthetruth.com. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. If you got any questions or comments, don't hesitate to email Ray at ray at miningthetruth.com.